Hey, I'm Kent. I'm Joel. And Jacob. Happy Halloween! Oh, it's Halloween day. It is. And you're listening to this on Halloween because this is our spooky, spooky bacon bit. Spooky. Because we're talking about the haunting of Hill House. No, yes. not the haunting in 1960-whatever. Okay. No, not the haunting in 1999. No, not House on Haunted Hill. This is from 1999. Haunt- no, from uh, haunt- there were two versions. Well, there's the haunting with Catherine Zeta Jones. That's 1999. Right. There's the haunting, which is like 1962. This I encapsulate encapsulates the whole problem I've been having with remembering this title. I can never <laughs> say it correctly. <laughs> and I actually they just swap the words around. I keep calling it the haunting of Hell House for no. some reason. Uh, because there's another movie like that. That seems yeah, more appropriate, the, oh, actually. Oh, what is that called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, the 1963 was the old, old original haunting. Then they had the haunting with Owen Wilson and Catherine Zeta Jones oh, and Liam Neeson in 1999. Oh, yeah. By the and, way, most of what we were talking about are not affiliated with this movie, except for the original movie, The Haunting of Hill House, and the book it all came from. There's an original yes. movie? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Isn't there? Well, that's The Haunting. No, is it? The, but it's about 1963. This? That's it's, yeah, this is actually. It is about the Hill same House. Same type of characters. Yeah, it's Joel, about Hill I'm House. I'm so oh. confused. Okay, so uh, you have the book here, which is based. Yeah, I know there's a book. Yeah, they're based uh, by Shirley Jackson. She wrote the book, and I'm actually going to look up the title of the, the book. Shirley. The book is called The Haunting <laughs> of Hill House. So the same name as the Netflix show. But like 1963 and 1999 both had The Haunting. We clear there? We're clear, but are they adaptations of this? The material? 1963 is pretty faithful. But like then that, the 99 one has nothing to do with it. The 99 one gets, it, it yeah, it kind of just. Because there's a big a stone hole. lion and it eats on Wilson's face. Yeah, there's, it's not that good. But this one is the Netflix original series that aired this October 2018. Right. 10 episodes, about 45 minutes each. Yep. And we're here to give you a spoiler free, initially a spoiler free review of this. So you can see if you want to watch it or not. Even though Halloween's going to be, if you can binge watch it all today, that's great. But and you should. Yeah. You know, the thing with having an opportunity like this with Netflix, where they're green lighting all these things and like so, so many much, things, like so many things, right? Is it, I'm thinking it's, it's finally here. Like when I looked up and I saw, okay, there's a full season of something that's supposed to be pretty effective horror. Mm-hmm. Finally, that can happen. Because for me in movies, it's right. so hard to get that effective sort of tension. Well, but here's the problem. 10 episodes, you can do it. So, but here's the problem too, mm-hmm. is... Uh, a horror movie has kind of a an ebb and flow or a feel. Like, there's a rhythm to a the horror formula. movie that you kind of get used to. And this one, it was some things would take so long to get to that I was almost getting impatient. Like, oh my gosh, let's just get to the scare already. So, for example, let's just tell about the the family, the story yes. of the actual. Yeah, we should get into the story. Yeah. So, you may think that this movie is just about uh, a family living in a big old haunted house, right? And it is for a part of the time. But then you jump. Let's say 25, 30 years in the future. Would you say 30 years? I think so. 20, 30. Yeah, it does a massive time time jump and does a flash forward, if you will. And we see these kids as adults dealing with what they dealt with at the home. And there are still residual hauntings. And meanwhile, it jumps back to when they're kids to adults, kids to adults. Because the story is basically this family moves into this house to flip it. This big old hill house is what it's called. Right. And there is a presence in there that, can we say, infects them? Sure. Well, just a haunted house. So that when terrible things happen and they have to leave, it still follows them throughout their lives. And then you right. see them later in life dealing with the effects of being haunted back at Hill House. Correct. Now, the reviews I saw of this were kind of exaggerated, I guess. Not Maybe not exaggerated, but, but yeah, hyped up. Yeah, sure. 
because they were saying people were fainting while watching this. They were saying people were throwing up while watching this. They were saying that this was the scariest thing to ever happen in the history of television. Oh, that's nonsense. Little did they know they just paired the release of this with the Nightmare Burger at Burger King. And so, <laughs> so yeah, people were throwing up and fainting. <laughs> it, all, it all comes together now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so uh, we decided, you know what? We got to give this a shot. Yes. Now, I will say just from my standpoint, just so you know, this is a this is a rated R series. Like with Netflix, it says TVMA, and that could be anything from uh, Walking Dead to I'm trying to give like an extreme it's too, example. It's too broad. MA. Yeah, TVMA yeah. can cover a wide it range. Can. Yes. But this, I mean, there's a couple F words in each episode. Some sure. have many more than that. And uh, there are some sexual situations. And so I actually watched this on VidAngel, which I'll get into a story about that in the spoiler free no, version, do. Which, which cracked me up. I'm trying to think of gore, though. Is there much gore or the no. ghost really kind of... It's disturbing imagery. That's yeah. what okay. I'm yeah. And child not peril. Much, yeah, plenty oh, of a lot of child Children peril. are in danger. Yes. And that makes anything rated R, by the way. It does. That, that almost, well, that almost gets it uh, absolutely radar. And any little thing beyond that will tip it over there. Right. So they say one naughty word after having a child in danger. It's like, well, it's kind of like the conjuring. Like that movie is not yes. really all that offensive, but a kid's in peril. And there's like an exorcism. <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's mm-hmm. literally no language or and there's no nudity. No. Nope. So, right. Yeah. Anyway, but we're not talking about the conjuring. We're talking about haunting of Hill House. Yes, we are. And so. The thing is, this is really unique because Netflix, like Jake said, green lights everything. In fact, we're. Uh, guys, I know I'm launching this a little early. Bacon Cell is starting its own television show on Netflix in probably a year and a half. Let's just be <laughs> yeah. honest. Oh, but yeah. As soon as Jacob hits send on that email, we'll probably get the deal. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, probably. And we already did the uh, will. If they ne- don't email me first. Will Netflix greenlight this? I really think they took that to heart. But this is something that Netflix, Netflix can now claim that, uh, I guess, other than Stranger Things, which they didn't release this year, right. that they said, Look what we put out with little publicity, and this thing caught fire. It did. They did a very effective marketing campaign in that they let the people spread the word. Right. But uh, so, like I said, 10 episodes, about 45 minutes each. And I'm just going to jump into my review here. Yeah, let's do it. Go for uh, it. Is that I was... Okay, so I binge watched this uh, while my wife was out of town for a girls weekend. And so I was watching... And you were scared? Four to five episodes each night. Yes. Which is just two nights? Yeah. but that, Well, I, I did like one night before, and then I binge-watched the last couple episodes in two nights. Okay. And what time did you finish? Uh, the final, the, I, the final one was like 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been there. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just needed to finish and see how it... And I was awake enough. But I was terrified initially. Like, when yes. this thing started out, I was like, I'm very, very on edge here. So much that for a couple of times, I had to take a break and like just look at my phone for a second and be like, uh, something funny. Okay, calming back down. Like I had, okay. there was a couple times where I had that moment. I tried not to do it too much because I, you know, I, I believe in creating the atmosphere of the sure. watching a movie. But as I was watching it, it was surprisingly effective in scaring me. One of the things I love, here's something they got right the kid actors. Wow. Really, really well done. Great. Actually. Every time I saw little Luke with his little glasses, I just wanted to give him so a adorable. hug and tell him I loved him and he was going to be okay. <laughs> yes. We'll get into that later. Yes. Uh, but also, I feel like the adult actors, for the most part, uh, I thought played their roles well. It was a little confusing, especially initially, because there were so many characters being thrown at yeah, you, knowing who were. was who. By the way, in the book... So many siblings. In the book, uh, they're not a family. It's like this group of people. And Oh, so it is more like the hunting. Yeah, the, maybe. Two, the two older siblings were actually completely made up for this series. Oh, okay. And it's mm, more like this good. group of people's coming into this house to investigate a haunting. Because what they did here, and before we get into spoilers, is they they truly made this a family drama. It's a it's it character is. driven. No, yes, it, it's it, a family yeah. drama. It's an that indie movie to have ghosts with horrific elements. Yeah. And yeah. what they did right, and here's my review, 
is the practical effects involved in this show. Mm-hmm. There's very little CGI. Yes. Thank and heaven. I, well, and I say I shouldn't say very little. The, the CGI is there to enhance. Right. Yeah, I mean, it may be like mists with the ghosts or whatnot, but it's not like screaming at the camera, big old mouth. You can tell this yeah. totally CGI. Well, you know, when it okay, was, okay, there, no, there is some. Yeah, but there, when, when there was CGI, though, it took me out of the story. Yes. Because they were so effective with practical effects. Yeah. Yeah. And then when there was CGI, I was like, oh. well, the acting was good. I thought it was uh, from both sides. And I feel like the story for the most part was actually very compelling because you're, you're start to get involved with these characters' lives and they well, give each character an episode. Yes. So that you can learn more about them because things well, happen at the beginning and you're like, why is this character doing this? And then later you find out, oh, that's why. I'm generally not for a horror s- series. I mean, you can watch a series like Not Scream. for a horror series? Horror. Yes, Mr. Ed was the worst. <laughs> but you can watch Hey! Save yeah, <laughs> hey. it for a Nick and Night show. I <laughs> love it. Hey. Huh? Uh-huh. But you can watch a series like Scream, which is generally not a very good show, but they like extend you know, how long these killings can go and how many days it can go, whereas you have Scream the movie, and it's tight. Yes. And everything happens yeah. really quickly and they it's really compact. Whereas this show, they have to rely so much on the drama. In fact, there were many times where I'm like, I'm really enjoying what's happening here in the fight in this, uh, you know, in like episode six, I believe. Episode six. was yes. I was like, this is great drama, but where's my ghost stuff? Yeah. And so it seems like filler, but you get deeply as invested in both parts. On the flip side. Yes. I was like, okay, this is just scary. This isn't really, oh, you know, actually, I'm interested in this conversation they're having right, right now. And like, they're trying to make mend fences and things like that. I'm like, okay, I'm interested in this. And then it gets scary again. So right. I was, I was, I, from the flip side, I actually really enjoyed that part of it, too. And I think that's that's what sets this series apart. Yes. Is the fact that it's a drama that happens to have yeah. ghosts in it. And when I say ghosts in it, I mean they're all over the place. Yes. Like in the background, yeah. in random shots, they never draw attention to them. They never have like a scary music cue when you see them. They're just there. But they also show ghosts. Well, no, yeah. So that's. I mean, there are hidden ghosts. The, the, the hidden ghosts are what I'm talking about. Because they, yes. they definitely have jump scares and they definitely have like prominent ghosts. Right. But you go back and look, I looked at an article and there were ghosts that I didn't even notice. They were just sitting there in the background. Right. And I'm like, yeah. that's so cool that they it's did that. So cool. Also, and I want, this is, this isn't a spoiler. It's just something I want you to keep an eye out for. Watch the statues because the statues move sometimes. I wondered about that. Like the camera will move away from it. And then when it comes back, the statue's in a different position. Oh, that's cool. So that's like, cool. I, I didn't like catch that. that. Yeah. And it's just really impressive to watch. But, and this is where I'm getting to my negatives. Okay. I feel like it got somewhat repetitive in that they relied on the, oh, it's just a dream scare. Well, multiple, this sounds times. more like you're getting into spoiler territory, maybe. Not as much because I'm not talking specifics, but they just seemed like a lot of times it was like, oh, here's a scare. Oh, they woke up. Oh, here's another scare. Oh, they woke up. And it got to the point where I was like, I almost got tired of it. Also, when you start to blur the line between hallucination and reality, mm-hmm. there comes a point when you no longer care about what's happening to the characters because it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, they're just hallucinating. It'll be fine. Except it all mattered. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Is like there came a point near the end where I was kind of like, I wasn't as emotionally invested because I was like, it's all See, a hallucination. And, and for me, I like that because the house is the storyteller. The house was the unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And so anything that was happening, I'm like, I just have to go with it. And yes, it may be a false lead. Well, but it just felt like the stakes got lowered when it got to the point where I was like, I don't know if this is real or not. Like, so I can't be scared by it or not. Especially okay. near the end. Okay. We can get into that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, personal experience there. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, so overall, I would I'd actually recommend watching this one on on VidAngel. Uh, but I think that this is a solid movie, not a great a finish. I felt like the ending kind of kind of puttered out, and I but I do really enjoy it. And I would recommend it to people. So I'm going to give this four out of five stars. That's very high. Yeah, that's 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 probably a B plus because it was effective in scaring me and pulling me in in the drama. I'm going to give this one an A minus. Oh wow! Straight up you A really minus. Liked it. I I kind of loved it. Yeah. This is a definite rewatch for me. Nice. Like I'm excited to because I know I missed a bunch. And also the family drama. And I do think scary wise. Yeah, definitely petered out at the end. But as far as finishing the story that needed to be told. Mm, we'll get into it. Okay. But I, I feel like it was very compact that way. It was so A minus. Uh, four out of five. Yeah. And I, I, I can't add a whole lot to what you guys have said. I do have some problems. You binge watched it as well. I did. Yeah. It was just over a couple oh, of days before we get into this. I want to say this the mm-hmm. first night after I binge watched mm-hmm. my, so I, like I said, my wife was out of town. It was just me and the kids. And one of my sons came walking in my bedroom. He, he's four years old and he loves to just walk in and like whisper at me, oh, like no. right in my face. <laughs> yeah. And so I was up late binging and I'm sleeping and all of a sudden my son walks up and I kind of hear him shuffle in. And so I'm like, Okay, here he comes. And he gets right next to my face and he just goes, Dad, I saw two white ladies in my room last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And my eyes just shot open. I was like, what? And then he was gone. Like, at he, he, least, he, left at least the he room. didn't say bent neck lady. Huh? Well, he, he left the room and I was like, what? <laughs> and then he came back in a little bit later and I'm like, what did you say? And he said, I saw, I saw two white things in my room last night. And I went, what do you, what do you mean white things, buddy? And he said, like the like the, the show we watched, the Garfield show. And I'm like, oh, oh, the ghost pirates. Which is terrifying, by the way. Yes, I showed them that the night before. <laughs> yeah, it was a great job. That is very creepy. <laughs> yeah, the Garfield Halloween adventure. Yeah. But I just, it was so funny. It was one of those moments where I just, Your my fault. skin crawled when he yes. said, I saw two white ladies. Well, yeah, that's night. creepy. I turned, I turned the episode on and um, I told my wife and she's like, okay, yeah, let's watch this. And at the end of the first episode, she got up. She's like, I can't watch that. I, we can't watch that. <laughs> like, I, you can watch that by yourself, but I'm not watching that. It's so good. And I'm I'm like okay okay and then i start the next one the next night and she's and she sits down and i'm like i thought you were gonna watch this she's like i don't have to watch it let's see what and then by, by the time we get to the end she's like i hate this show i hate this show it's too effective i don't like this show they're doing it too well i don't like it <laughs> yeah and she was like angry like agitated on the couch watching yeah. and uh um but as far as overall i'm gonna go with a b plus as well i think it is really effective what they what they really nail that i haven't seen in horror before is that the horror is a backdrop to the family drama like kent yes. said mm-hmm. and it's all about character developments and these characters are so flawed yeah that they're horrific in themselves and it's, and it's you feel sad for them it's so yes. sad it's so sad every single character they've written with strong with huge strengths and huge weaknesses there's really no well-rounded character there's no, no i should say this they're and very I, well-rounded characters they're not well-rounded people i yeah. will tell you why in the spoiler section Yes. Yeah. And no, it makes perfect sense yes. for the overall thing, uh, you know, for the, for their effect and their aim. So I kudos to them for that, for mm-hmm. sure. There is some character motivations and things that kind of bugged me, uh, or that took me out of the story, but overall, I mean, and I started regular and then it was like, okay, they curse a little bit. Holy cow. They're cursing. So let's turn on VidAngel. And I really, yeah. the thing is, I really didn't think they needed that. They, they didn't they, No, They could have been taken seriously without those elements. And well, I don't know exactly why they felt they needed yeah, to add them honestly, in. Honestly, it, 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 that was one of the biggest 
just uh, distractions. I, I feel like when, especially when the family were fighting, that that's when they want to throw the f words well, in. It, it, and I was like, guys, is that the it's only like, effect you have? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry at each it's other. It's like you're a child. You're a doctor. You're a child of you know, yeah. or like a psychology, a doctor of psychology, right? right? Like you're not gonna curse like that. Like it's yeah. dumb. Like yes. you're, anyway, it just it just that felt unnecessary to me. There's yep. a couple elements that I'm like, you didn't need to put that in there, which is maybe why I didn't get a higher grade. So I'm like, eh. yeah. But overall. This is a solid horror it film. Totally, really, really is. And it's hard to find solid horror. Well done, Netflix. Yeah. Like, yep. honestly. Good job. And and they did just recently announce they're going to be doing a second season. Oh! No. Which makes me sad. No, of course they are. In, in fact, they set it up for that because you don't get into so much background. And now it's time. Because <laughs> before you go on, I think before we talk about what... Yeah, let's get into the spoilers. Let's do it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Ooh. I saw the bent neck, like, bent, ne- <laughs> bent neck lady. I always get that wrong. Bent neck lady. Honestly, I thought the bent neck lady, since you yeah. already brought it up, is one of the more effective things that they okay. did because so, there's a whole commentary on fate in characters, and like it's like this inescapable loop. So bent neck lady, when she first appears in the first episode, mm-hmm. like you don't see her face, and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be creepy. You get to see her face, and it's going to be really gruesome. Mm-hmm. And then in, and we're, we're jumping into spoilers here. So this is spoilers in episode five of the series you you learn all about nell's story nelly's story nell, who you really part. haven't seen the entire they, they time they took way too long to get to Nell. i'm like when are we going to talk about nell like yeah. it felt but like a miss but that's just it is that was one of those powerful episodes because it tied in so well yeah, because it as it turns out near the end she ends up going back to hill house being influenced by the spirits that live there killing herself by hanging herself yes and, on accident or, or maybe being of. forced to kill herself right but then she is the bent neck lady and there's like a whole space time. And loop. she's trying to warn herself. Yeah. And so she appears happen. to herself as a younger child. And so every time the young girl, young Nellie saw the bent neck lady, it was her. And she, it's just a horrifying. Honestly, one of the creepiest Such moments in the whole scene. show. That gave yeah. me chills. Was, I know I have chills it. right now is when her husband stands up and says, there's nothing that. And he, he drops. Yeah. Because of Nell was standing right in front of him. Well, but the thing is, and so I was talking to someone about this. Nell didn't kill her husband. No. He died of an aneurysm. Yes. But her grief brought her spirit there. Her, her bent neck lady brought her there. Yeah, is I that think. what it was? But why did I he think, die of an right. aneurysm? I mean, it, it's just, I think it's just chance. It doesn't just, it's not just chance. I, I think mean, it's just chance. I think, I think she, well, I mean, of course, they're kind of cursed for living in the house. Right. But I don't think it was anything having to do with her. I think it was the, you know, the instance that it was there, whether he saw it or not. Her being there, whatever energy was in the room, boom, aneurysm. See, I didn't, I didn't get that. I got that yeah. he just died and that her grief is what caused the bent neck lady to appear. Ugh. But that, uh, okay, so first of all, I was watching the first episode and mm-hmm. I, I went into it blind, didn't want to read anything about it. I didn't and say. then I looked up, I, I recognized an actor and I was like, okay, I'm going to check out this. I said, I know them from somewhere and looked up and the title episode is like, Steven sees a ghost. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode, he's like, I haven't seen a ghost. And I kept being like, well, he's got to see one by the end of this. So when he walks into his apartment mm-hmm. and Nell is standing there, I was like, oh, she's the ghost. She's the ghost. She's the ghost. Oh, you knew right away? Like, well, that, I, that's the thing, but I started building up this terror. And mm-hmm. then when she walks up to him and gets that look on her face uh-huh. and her face kind of contorts, uh-huh. which that's just it, Katie. You said it doesn't have that, but yes. that, opened, that I guess that is at the end the of the first end episode. first episode. But it was so effective because she starts to cry and her face just morphs into this horrifying scream. And I, I just like, I got done with that episode and I was like, okay. I need something happy. 
See, for me, that's actually when it took me out of the story. Really? Her in the corner, I was like, and she tried to talk and like her mouth opened and I was like, oh, that's creepy. But then when she got close and then she just opens her mouth, it's like, are you trying to scare your brother now? Yeah. Like, no, why think, is your face going all demented? And, and it was all CGI and I, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not as into when that. In my mind, it was because she was trying to speak to him and when she did, her grief got to her and she was, wasn't able to mask her appearance anymore. Well, that was also a theme is like no one could really speak of what was happening to them mostly because of the whole mortuary plot line where their mouths were tied shut. They were yes. sewn shut. Yeah. Or they were, or oh, for example, that was Luke, horrifying too. he couldn't speak because there was just straight up vomit. And, yeah. you know, I mean, he had OD'd at that point. Well, and okay. So I feel like the show peaked around five and six. I feel like it, well, it was six for sure. Well, so it's moving up and then five and six, it peaks and then it goes back down. Oh. And by the end, it was like, no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm very good with the ending. Because the twist was a happy twist. And I never, ever saw that coming. No, was it too happy, twist? though? Which, it might wait, have wait, been wait, a wait, little wait. too happy. Which twist were we talking about? No, just the ending. It was, it was all wrapped up. I mean, up. The, the fact but that... what twist? The fact that Luke survived and the house actually let them go for yeah. taking the father. Do you, want the yeah. original, do you want what the original ending was? It was yeah. like, everyone, let's just have a handshake the original, The original ending was all of them gathering around and like they did and, you know, having a conversation and things are okay. Oh, no. And then it pulls out and the you see them through a red window Krampus. and it pulls back. So it's like the red Krampus. door, the red window. Did they ever get out? Oh, that's good. But they, they said, but the director said, I didn't want to do that because after all the crap we put you through. We it's, wanted to give you something happy. So Jake, you brought, was you brought up the fact that these characters are all so flawed and none of them are actually like a good person. None of them are anyone mm-hmm. you could really relate to. And there's a reason for that. And it's masterful. And I think that's the reason there were five kids, which is a lot of kids if you're outside Utah. <laughs> Right, a lot of kids. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, a lot exactly. of, it's a lot of characters. But think Five. about think about it, and I want you to think about the Times order that by twelve. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, it's a big year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I want you to think about the order of the, which or they were born and the order of their episodes. We have the five stages of grief. Oh, whoa! You got into this, done denial. The brother that's Stephen would deny everything. Yes. Okay. Okay. Anger. The oldest sister. Theo. Oh, no, Shirley. 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 Yeah. Angry yeah. at everything. Yeah, she was the one I recognized. Do you want know to recognize her from? Yeah. Twilight. Twilight. Dang it. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. The third one is Theo. Bargaining. Okay. Fourth, Luke. Depression. Oh, yeah. And fifth is Nell. Acceptance. Acceptance. Okay. Jeez. Did, yeah. you, did, did you figure did you this out or own? someone write this? I actually was watching a video and they brought up this point. They were like, if you think about it, like these these characters are the five stages of grief. And I'm, I'm thinking, thinking like... Yeah, the oldest brother totally mm-hmm. denied everything, even though he wrote a book to get famous off of this. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, wow, these are all flawed character types more than characters, but they they put them somewhere. They they were able to progress okay. hopefully from that point. Yeah. And they, they do show at the end that they've actually moved on to a good place and that Luke is two years sober now. Yeah, and right. and uh, who's the oldest brother's name? Is it Steven? Steven. And Steven now his Luke. wife is pregnant, even though he never wanted to have kids because he felt his family was cursed with madness. So, yeah, so right. Steve was actually the biggest problem. Maybe actually maybe the biggest problem for me because it was so two faced that it was almost, it was like hammering. He's like, no, no, all of this is nonsense. It's in your head. It's in your head. Also, he's like, oh, I'm seeing ghosts, but it's nonsense. No, he, didn't, he didn't see a ghost. <clears throat> oh, no, I guess. After yeah. This episode, no, yeah, no, yeah. As, after he did. And, and instead of saying, Hey guys, look, I saw a ghost too, um, but it's just mental illness. He's saying, no, there's not, it's not real. It's not well, happening. It's hallucinating. And if you think about it, like all the other kids would kind of mock him in a way where he was like, we were all there and like we were all yeah. there the final night, which is a really traumatic night because mm-hmm. what 
went on with their mom. Okay, okay. and they said him. you Can were we asleep ninety nine percent of the time. I want to bring up that because yes. that final night, the first episode was it the first episode. Yeah, it was. See? Yeah, you see the final night, and Ken and I were talking about it. That was after I watched it, and I was like. Man, that that was so creepy. And Kent's like, when he runs what, out of the house with him. Well, yeah. And he said, "What about that like, scene? What about the scene in the hallway?" We're, we're and I was run. like, "What scene in the hallway?" And he's like, "You missed the scene in the hallway." Terrifying. Which and was, I was like, awesome. Yeah. What? So I went back and looked at it as we were recording Bacon Sale. I pulled up the clip so I could watch it, and it's just a scene where he takes uh, Stephen. The dad takes Stephen and runs out of the room, and you just see this woman hobbling in the background behind yes. him. Yeah. And it's just a brief glance, but it is really freaky in yeah. the moment. And I was like, why would VidAngel edit that out? And then I realized the statue. Right. There are statues in the hallway that apparently have no clothing on. Which I didn't even notice. And my, well, no, and my automated filters are like kind of no nudity. And so they just edited it out. So each episode I had to go in and be like, yes, show me naked statues. <laughs> so because yeah. they're all over the house. That's quotable quote. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're, they're all over the house. If there's a flaw here, and there are more than a few, but I think the main flaw is the fact that the house being a character, the house wanted to feed off of whoever was in there, especially in the Red Room. Okay? Right. Our family is like an unfinished meal to that house. Exactly. You know, that's the Red Room it, is like the stomach. It, it, go in there it, and it digests yes, their sanity. They have some great lines. It would yeah. eventually kill people rather than having them be away from the house. And if they die in the house, they are cursed to be a Yes. in the house. But I, I guess yeah. the ending is a little flawed in the fact that the house, or at least the ghosts in the house, who at least mm-hmm. kind of had their own uh, agendas in many ways. Yeah. Well, there, there was no main ghost. So like for no. me, it's like when they walk up and the house lights up, it's a really creepy effect. With the porch but, light flashing. With like the porch the light did. flashing. But crap, don't make sense. No, because but here's the thing. They're not, they're not unified. It seems like the house is okay with accepting a few sacrifices, a few ghosts from the family, like the father joining his daughter and wife, Which, okay. but they, it's okay with letting the other kids go just as long as the house survives. And that's where I cut you off, Jake, where I'm yeah. like, so what are we going to do with the sequel? Like, is it just going to hope that more people comes? I think it's going to be a prequel of Hill House and how it was built and what caused it to be so haunted in the first place. Oh, okay. That's what I think. Because as, there, there are so many stories. As we know, there the are about 30 ghosts that they show all come yeah. together out in the end. Yeah. Where they give little stories to. But here's my question, too, is about the ending. Because, okay, first of all, near the end, I feel like it got into Shakespearean soliloquies. Like, they'd ask me a question like, what was that? I was 10 years old when I walked across the forest for the first time. It was a dark Is this night. Kingpin? <laughs> is this Kingpin well, that you're talking about from no, Daredevil? No, that's, it felt like... <laughs> when I was a boy. Okay, so for example, yeah. the uh, Shirley and Theo are driving in the car, yelling at each other, and all of a sudden, one of the biggest scares in the entire series... I laughed so Nell, hard for some reason when that sure, happened. Like, right. Nell scream, the ghost of Nell screams at them. And she pops out and screams at them. Mm-hmm. They jerk the wheel. They turn up. They, they get off the road. They run outside. And then they have a really long, deep discussion about why Theo may have cheated with Shirley's husband. <laughs> and then they get right back. Saw ghosts. Then they get right back in the car and keep driving like nothing happened. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And then near the end, especially that final episode, I felt like it was just monologue after monologue. Like everyone got their chance to monologue, and it didn't quite. Okay, they did. It it, it kind of just puttered out. Like I wanted something better, and yeah. it puttered out. Not in like a completely bad way, because I still think it was good. But I expected some sort of big finale, and instead all I got was maybe the dad died by ODing on pills, and that counts, and now they're fine, but they didn't stop it. And, and the house is fine with the dad taking maybe himself. maybe the or, red-headed maid is no longer there, or she is, I don't know, but... Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the thing there. It gave, it did give a compelling reason for why the house is still there. Why no one has burned it down. Although it does kind of bug me too, uh, consistency. Why, even though it was a cool effect, he yes. pours the gasoline everywhere and it just goes out. Right. But you know, when they were kids, he, you know, they brought people in, he destroyed the walls. He takes things down, you know, he's reconstructing it. No go stop him. Then. I think it's because he was trying to improve it and they knew that. Like trying he, to improve he, it. He was trying to improve the house. And uh, well, also the, the house wanted to, the ghosts wanted to be found. The guy in the wall wanted to be found yeah. in a way, which I thought that was going to solve something, and it didn't. No, there was no. there was nothing. It no was resolution. Yeah, no. It was no just one, one more creepy thing about this. Yeah, house. exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, okay. And there's one thing I wanted to mention is that Abigail. That was so disturbing to me. So Abigail is a little girl who lives in the woods. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And you think she's a ghost the whole time, but it turns out no, she's just the caretaker's daughter. Mm-hmm. And then that she was a, ends up that was really clever. She ends up dying. Well, in yeah, a and you're like, oh, way. she's she's an imaginary friend who's drinking poison. But why is she dying? You didn't what? get that? No. Oh, oh as, as they, soon as they got you, no, they totally got me. Because as soon as the mom acknowledged her, I was like, oh, she must be the caretaker's kid. No, I just thought, oh, the mom's straight up crazy. She's been time jumping. She's seeing whatever they're seeing. Oh, no. I figured as soon as as soon as they said, like, oh, our daughter lives over here, I was like, that's interesting. And then as soon as, like, can Abigail spend the night? I was like, suspicious. As soon as, as, soon as Abigail was there. And then and then she was in the bed. I was like, oh, that is the caretaker's daughter. Come yeah. with oh, me. I, I was like, oh, that kid's in trouble. That kid's in trouble. They got yeah. me. They straight up got but me. But then her death scene, I honestly, to me, that was a little too far. Like, that right. was... I was that, shocked that Across they did the that. line, I was like, oh, this just feels wrong. They, did, they killed a little girl in yeah. this show. It wasn't like children in peril. It was kill a child with rat poison like (laughs) it's like why is that not wow funny but no it was it was really that was really hard to watch but uh i I want also want to bring up episode six okay because episode six the play a masterpiece in cinema like watching these it's a very it was a stage play yeah Yeah, it was you you see they're at the funeral home uh for their for nell's funeral and they have 15 minute takes yes and it's like camera choreography and they're going from the funeral home to Hill House in real time, like going through a hallway. Right. And all this. They built it. They built a set. Oh, did they really? Just for that episode. Yeah. Like I watched this behind the scenes thing. And when I mentioned statues moving, they would literally like they walk in a room and there'd be a crew of people go and pull one statue out, put another statue up. So when they came cool. back out, the statue's head was just turned just to make way. it seamless. Hmm. Yeah. And they had like this. They, they apparently shut down production for six weeks to choreograph and, and film. That. And, and it's one of these things it where it's, it's a 360 shot where you have two people fighting and then someone jumps out of the fight. Someone jumps in yeah. and, and then all of a sudden someone screams because something just happened to Nell who's in her in her coffin. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. this well, is compelling. Or Nell, Nell in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just when she's sitting like there's one scene where they're all yeah. in the funeral home and she's just standing in the back. The bent neck lady is standing mm-hmm. in the background, not doing anything. Just they're listening to the family. Yes. But then you get questions, too, in that one. Like, who did put the buttons on Nell's eyes? Did you guys ever figure that out? No. No. Because I, I remember I was I like... Forgot about, I forgot about it. I assumed it was her It was creepy imagery, but, but then I'm like, why would she do that to herself? Like, I didn't quite understand. Wasn't it her who collected the buttons? Or, no, she, it was actually Luke was who it Luke? gave them to her. Yeah. But just then, said, she's supposed you to have, have seven buttons, of them. Yes. And because it always oh, has to yeah, be seven. that's right. Yeah, seven. That was clever, too, is the count to seven and think of each member of the family as your yeah. strength. Uh, right. Cool. So, yeah. That, that was number Episode six was really one of those where I was watching it going... Am I, are they really doing this? This is so impressive. And, and one other thing the I really liked is the, the father character who is kind of a despicable dad. Who's the, okay, so which? Henry Thomas from E.T. or exactly. Timothy Hutton? Timothy Hutton more so probably. Yeah. Because Henry Thomas is a little distant, but then 
Distant, I thought he was such a good dad. Yeah, he seemed like a nice dad. I mean, like, I honestly yeah, felt like he was busy, but then when he was like talking to his kids, I felt like he was really connecting. Yeah, with that's them. true. That's true. But then he just became this distant, really distant father. Well, I wonder why. Exactly. And but <laughs> yeah. then his, it's his like, wife tried to kill his they, children. They all blame him for everything. And then like, so he talks to his dead wife in his mind. But is that she, her? It is not. She said it's it not. wasn't. Yeah. But she's that was part of that. He, he made her up. That was yeah, a coping thing. This is a coping thing that widows do. Widows and widowers. Right. But I mean, he was she was influencing him and that was all in his mind. Well, it's funny because she tried. When the real ghost is the house, he goes, oh, you've been with me. And she goes, that wasn't me. That was you. Right. Yeah. Mm. Even though the house is an unreliable narrator. It is. That's true. Because I liked when the dead wife would say, hey, say this, say how you've been Mm -hmm. a bad parent and that sort of thing. But for me, it made sense. It was just his subconscious. He was like, okay, the better part of me is thinking this. Or I really like when she's in the rear view mirror going, don't don't stop right yeah stop and he's not listening and it was great to finally because you don't see characters like nell or carla gugina's character forever so here's the real trouble right nell dies and she's like oh no watch out everybody this crap's this this is dangerous mom dies and she's like oh you're still taking the children out to kill them in the world like oh why didn't you figure it out when you died yeah 20 years ago i kept thinking like it wasn't really her in the house like it was the house representing itself as i think her. it's a twisted mm. version because she was just twisted that was my assumption too it's like yes. okay she got messed up but for me it's like she was a great stable mom like she was awesome and now she's just permanently was she though she, at the beginning there, it seemed like she was she talks about how she's been sensitive to these types of things for a long time oh i want to bring that sensitive though that was like a power yeah well i want to bring that up too because i felt like and this is just my opinion I felt like Theo, older Theo, was one of the weaker performances. She was. It felt like she was trying so hard to be rough and tough. Yeah, like the rebel teen almost. Yeah. That it, it felt like, like you said, she's a doctor. Yeah. And yet she felt like this like teenager and it didn't it didn't work for me. No, her her flaws, I think here's the thing, is I think she was a really good character and they pushed those flaws so hard that it became a little imbalanced. Yes. Okay. I can buy that. Because I really enjoyed her as a character, but when they pushed those flaws that hard, it was like, you know, you're pushing them too hard. Like I don't see how she can manage both sides of this personality. Right. You know? But I really did like the reveal and was it in episode six when they reveal that they've been taking that she'd been taking the money and that Shirley, who didn't want yeah. anything to do with the money residuals from the book, her husband was also taking the money. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that was such a gut punch moment. It was. I really thought that was well done. It's like, right. we've taken it too. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay, so for the sequel, hopefully they let this family go. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're they not in prequel. it at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, they're all going to be do really well from this. I thought like Luke did a great job. I, I think I bet they, Luke I bet they keep the Luke. cast. Older Luke. I mean, the kid cast was great. Oh, I felt so bad for Luke's family. Like that's things how I knew it was pulling me in. Cause when they're like giving him money and they're like, this is it. We're cutting you off. No more drugs. And you trust him. You actually trust him. No, I, that's because I, I just felt like bad for them. Cause I knew they had no faith in him. They're like, right. Just take the money and go. Don't come to Nell's wedding. Get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I get it. But ouch. That's yeah. how, that's why like, I knew it was being, let him come in. into the wedding for the love. It's his twin. I know. What's a twin thing? It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So All right. we got to wrap this up. But gentlemen, I want to yep. ask you guys just off the cuff, scariest moment for you in Haunting of Hill House. For the Halloween day, I want to mm-hmm. kind of get into scariest moments. Luke wakes up, looks into the hallway, and sees the tall floating man. Yeah. And it dwells when, when there. When I say tall floating man, we should clarify for those that haven't seen, he's a very tall man, but his feet don't touch the floor. Nope. And he, he has a cane hovers. that taps, taps. Taps and and then eventually when it goes into he's hiding under the bed you you know something will happen but just that image of this man going through the hallway looking for his bowler's cap yeah and then you see this a shorter a normal version of this man following Luke yeah as his demon mm-hmm. during the day 
Well, I was like, oh my gosh. And that's just it. But also just even when Luke was like under the bed and he was doing so good at hiding yeah. and he lets out that little breath and you just see the feet turn around and start yep. coming towards yeah, the bed Yeah, that again. was creepy. That, that was, was good. good. That was very That was the scariest moment for me. Okay. Jacob, do you have a scariest moment? I don't, I hadn't really thought about this. I don't know if it's the scariest moment, but I thought one that they pulled off really well is when Steve and dad, whatever his name is, uh, come into the house as adults. Mm-hmm. And it's the same guy. That's what you made yes. me think of is bowler the, cap. the bowler cap, like floating with the cane. And uh, they walk in and the dad looks at Steve and uh, he's like, look at me, keep your eyes on me. And then the the ghost guy gets right into his face yeah, and stares at him really close. And he's like, don't, don't look, look at me, stay, stay on me. And, uh, and I was like, Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. Well, and for me, okay. So I actually was looking down, I was texting my wife actually, uh, when the car scare happened, Okay. which I hear got a lot of people when, when Theo and, and, and uh, Shirley are yelling at each other and then Nell's face, Oh, sorry. Nell's face pops up between them. Uh, that really, like I heard the noise and I dropped my phone and I was like, what was that? And I looked, looked up, had to rewind it. <laughs> okay, naked you're not statue. watching. <laughs> um, but then Did also, I miss another naked statue? And even Nell's, Nell's face at the, at the beginning or at the end of episode one also really gave me the chills. But I wanted to bring up this point because it wasn't scary in the sense of ghosts, but it got me as a sense of I could feel the fear of the character. And it's when they're, uh, the storm is happening, they're in the foyer and all of a sudden little Nell disappears. Yeah. Oh. And they're looking for her. They can't yeah, find that her. That was great. That's, that's fine. But then when she finally comes back and she was like, I was here the whole time. I was screaming and no one could hear me. And I remember just got that. I got that feeling it, in my stomach. Like that would be so And terrifying. also the moment where the father's looking for his wife and then downstairs, which is just downstairs, but you hear the kids screaming. And he has to get down to his kids. And you have to get down there. Oh, and you're yeah. like, hurry, hurry, hurry. Like that was actually one of those mm-hmm. episodes where my stomach dropped. And I was yeah. like, I... I feel for these characters. The show had a lot of really effective moments. It did. Like the kid going down the dumb waiter and the the zombie. Yeah. 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 You know, even then like there's like uh, the hidden ghosts, for example, when he opens the, the, when she opens the trap door to go downstairs, there's actually a face behind the ladder right between the stairs. And you don't, don't, I I missed that. That's just it. They're all hidden everywhere. Yeah. Well, I saw like once they revealed the clockmaker, it was Mm -hmm. like, that was a ghost. And then in the next shot, it's like they're doing a flashback and somebody's walking by on the stairs and the clockmaker's sitting there working. Yeah. But they don't draw any attention to yeah, it. He's, just, sight, he's just, just back there plain sight. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It's good stuff. Okay. Total recommend though for me. I'd recommend it as well with Vin Angel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Same but uh, I think if you like scary movies and even this isn't one that has to be watched during Halloween. If you if you want to watch it, feel free to do so because like we said, it's, it's a family very drama, good for Halloween. But it's though. very scary. Oh, it's very good for Halloween. Yeah. A little depressing. Happy ending. We yeah. swear. So we hope you enjoyed our Halloween season here at Bacon Cell. This is going to be our final Halloween show um, <sighs> until next season. <laughs> So uh, until next October, boom. Show me naked statues. (laughs) 